Welcome back. Today we have great special guests for the 500th episode. We have Travis and Max. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man, you guys have gotten high tech in the last 400 episodes. <laughs> right? You guys are like you guys are like Bob and Tom. Is that still a thing? Bob and Tom? <laughs> I don't know. Is that It I, was 400 episodes ago. Is it, and is it is that a positive attribute or a negative attribute? I don't, yes. I don't know. <laughs> Could go either way. That's, Depends on your your taste, I guess. The rest of the world's going Bob and Tom. Who yeah, in the right. world is that? <laughs> it's I literally like, have no idea what you're talking about. You're it's, literally it's just saying boomers. words. It's two boomers that just basically laugh for a couple hours yeah. on the radio. Yeah, bad dad jokes and just laugh mm. about nonsense. Oh, so it it's basically exactly like this podcast. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Hey, I'm Gen X. I'm not quite Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a millennial, but maybe I'm Gen X at heart. I don't know. See, but yeah, but millennials, have you noticed they've kind of gotten like the free pass now? Like it used to be everybody hated millennials and then along comes Gen Z. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's not like every every generation talks crap about the generation that comes after it, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your, your kids, Travis, and your kids too, Max, they'll be like, you know, those those stupid Y generation, that's, they're terrible. They're so we're dumb. in real danger they're of so saying dumb. something Patreon only, and we're just on the regular podcast, Brian. Just <laughs> calm, yeah, this is about calm down, guys. It, it could very easily get out of control here. It hasn't um, been about tone in four hundred episodes. Are you gonna say. <laughs> hey, is this? Can you guys? Is, do you guys do video for this too, or is it just audio? Is we it, just it, record audio. Awesome, perfect. Yep. So I don't have to worry about what my. You, you don't have no, to you put can, your pants yeah, so you can, you on. Keep as you your, say. Yeah, I'm saying you can. You can leave your I pants think I'm off. I'm just going to go ahead and just uh, you know. <laughs> There's no rules. No rules. He has sugar free nipples, just like Scaramanga. Uh-huh. Deep, cut, deep cut for the kids. Uh, so superpower. Jake, Jake has four. Does he? Oh, yeah, that's right. He has two nubbins, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. We know a guy with four. Four nipples? You know, yeah. Okay. Just firstly, a bull. Can I just, Max, can I just ask an His innocent dad was question? A bull. Mom was a cow. Is this gentleman yes. from Indiana? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? How can you possibly ask that? You know hey, the answer. Southern Indiana. <laughs> I feel I know him well already. I sent a, I sent a video or a screenshot or something to uh, Richard this morning. I'm like, see, I'm telling you, this the way I talk in this way, it's accurate. This is like literally this. how Richard. people talk in Indiana. You talk funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is quite a monumental episode. Uh, first time Max has been back on for a while. Uh, first time oh, we've had is, you back yeah. on for a while, Travis. Four mm. Yanks and one Brit. Let me just tell you, do not Google that. Okay. <laughs> that can that can cause all kinds of problems. Uh, but this is like a legendary episode, Bry. Is this everyone that's ever been a, a host on this show? Like yeah. all at once for the first We've never time. Never done this before. Yep. It's like awesome. Voltron. We're kind of all connecting and we'll make Voltron. some kind of super Jeez, robot. It's like Voltron. You know, when I was a we, kid, I was talking about I, I Voltron. Practiced, I practiced an American reference. We didn't have Voltron over here. <laughs> you right? didn't have Voltron? Oh, How that explains a lot. Jeez. Hey, you guys oh, British. Out. You probably had something proper. You know, it's like, no, we had Mr. Butts or something. Like no. <laughs> we had Mr. Butts, not Voltron. What? What the actual hell? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Butts, he's Butts. just an assemblage of different cheeks that form together into one giant keister. Keister? <laughs> oh. Good. Um, well, I'm glad we've started with so much on-topic information. That's uh, good news. How are you doing, mm-hmm. Max? Because you, you're probably the longest, uh, furthest away presenter in terms of having come on, as I said. So what's new in your life? 
Man, so I was just talking to Travis about this earlier today. So I think the last episode I was on actually with Travis was, I wrote it down, episode 225, which is six years ago. So I've been, wow. Right? It's hard to believe. Yeah. So it was that uh, six years ago. I've been gone from Wildfire for eight years. So since then, I have uh, changed jobs, bought a new house, moved to Northern Indiana. Uh, Had still, a child. Yep. I, still, I got a beautiful little five year old girl, still married to the same wonderful woman. Uh, been busy. Been busy. Is she, is she sat next to you? Because you not. said that very well scripted. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm just covering my bases woman. in case she listens to this at some point. Right? Is, is the beautiful sure woman is. with us in the room right now? Man. <laughs> 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 For the benefit of listeners, Travis is making air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, just just been super busy. I fell uh, I, I fell into the corporate world now, so I'm a greedy capitalist pig. Um, but absolutely love it. It's, it's, it's super fun being a broke musician, but it's even better being to like buy groceries and paying bills. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It is. What? It's wonderful. I, huh. Wow. I wonder what that's like. I've got to get, I've got to get one of those kind of jobs. Yeah. I had a, along those lines, I had a situation where a recruiter reached out to me on LinkedIn and, uh, he looked at my resume and he was like, Look, man, I understand you like music. That means you probably play an instrument. I said, yeah, I, you know, I, I play guitar. He goes, wouldn't you rather have a job to where you could afford to actually buy guitars? <laughs> 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 yes, I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it happens to the worst of us, Max. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, but it's all right. Yeah, it's all, everything's good, right? It's all part of growing up. And I can buy cool new stuff now. I never have to worry. Now it's like I have too Max- much stuff. Max just ordered a pedal. I did just order oh. a pedal. Yeah. Really? What did did you I order? just move it into guitar gear? Did you I? Did. Oh, my I like that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, What'd you get? What pedal did you buy? So I took a chance. I, uh, a company called uh, GoopTech out of uh, Quebec. GoopTech, GoopTech, oh. however you say it. But they make a, uh, their King of Tone kind of clone, two blues breakers. It's called the Queen of Crow. They're all, all right. They're all handmade. So, was, the price is right. I'm like, all right, let's take a chance here. Oh, they're super affordable. Super um, affordable. When do you, you have not got it yet. I, is that correct? It is my Valentine's Day presents coming in Valentine's Day. So I told my wife, like, you don't need to get me anything now. It's all good. There you go. Right. I've so, never seen those before. So I bought one. Um, so a long time ago, I used to beg this one guy. He makes pedals. He's based out of Martinsville, Indiana. He's got a, a brand. Um, he's doing okay. Uh, new startup. But I asked him, I said, man, you ought to do like a green ringer and a fuzz face and like put them in the same box. And he was like, yeah, well, I don't like you or your opinions. Get out of my house. <laughs> and, uh, but, and you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> and you're fired. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, um, I actually found a, um, I found one. It's And it was that goop tech. Now, I, can I cuss or no? Is that? Uh, you can, but I clean it up whenever we... Uh... Okay, well, I'm getting ready to cuss. So, <laughs> the, the, it's spelled P-H-O-U-Q-U-E, I think. I'll have to look that up. It but, is, yeah. Okay, it's French for seal, but it's pronounced f- So, they have a pedal <laughs> called the f- face. I was going to call it the folk you. I thought that was the the pronunciation. So the version, um, uh, the 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 version with the green ringer, you add an R onto the faux Q, and it's called the. (laughs) So I bought the, (laughs) and it's adorable. It has a seal on Uh, it. And what was it that sold you on the swearily named pedal? (laughs) The, The fact that I couldn't get my really good friend to make me a pedal of what I wanted, well, so I had to go hold outsource on a, it. Hold <laughs> on a minute here, Travis. Hold on, hold on. You wanted Brian to make you a fuzz, right? Yes, sir. He's done it let before. Me, yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you about the new king of fuzz around these parts. Oh, yeah. Not okay. Brian. So, uh-huh. if you want a fuzz, you want to come... <laughs> Introducing the British King of Fuzz. Today, the king requires a tariff. Yes, another tariff. And you must lay down before him at least. Well, I don't want anyone to lay down. Steady. That's not how this is. This is not about that. Three PDV switches. There must be true bypass ready. (laughs) 
Thank you. I'm so <laughs> glad you guys have sound effects. I totally thought that was a tumor in my head for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept looking up. I'm like, oh, no, please it, don't it, be real. It, it is mine. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, Max, remember that time? So, okay, Max tells a story, but remember that time we were in a restaurant, the lights flickered, and I was like, did that just happen? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. I, I forget like, you had that. I was like, it did. Why? He's like, cool. I thought I was having a small seizure because Travis never left <laughs> No, I said, I thought I lost time again. And you're like, whoa, what's, what's lost time? I'm like, well, sometimes I'll have these like little episodes where like, it, like the lights flicker. And he was like, so um, ever have those while you're driving and... I'm in the car. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you drove here, dude. <laughs> there's been times though. Remember, there's one time we were driving through the woods and like yeah. uh for an epileptic, sunlight coming through the trees is a strobe light. That's oh, all that's yeah. all it is. So I was literally driving and like Max looked, saw a look on my face because you you okay there, buddy? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, maybe you or Shelly should drive. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing real good. I can actually smell color right now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, synesthesia, baby. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, sorry. But I, I, for, I went off topic. Imagine that. How about well, let's that? Let's get back to this fuzz. So who is the king of fuzz? What's the king of fuzz then? Oh, yeah. You are looking at the new king of fuzz. The Ooh. British king of fuzz. Uh, I no, thought that I'm, was Jesse a- Davey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a hack and I, I make pedals and I, I then text pictures of them to Brian and he tells me which bits to fix. I, I circle but, the, the, the solder joints like, you might want to fix these. Like, Hit this one, this one and this one. But I've I've been really enjoying it. I've just built a Big Muff this weekend and it's a slight uh, modified version of a Big Muff. Sounds awesome. better than any Big Muff I've ever actually owned. Oh, it does sound good. Because like, straight up Gilmore. Yeah, no, I wanted to build a Gilmore Big Muff, so I found like a, a kit. Um, and but first, I bought the new um, EHX Golden Special Edition Big Muff. Okay, um, well, you well, thought at least you I did. Thought, I thought I bought <laughs> it. <laughs> the next day, I got an email from them saying that I had not bought it, despite them having my credit card details. So uh, I just went, Perfect. well, you know what? I'm going to make one. Uh, if 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 you're not going to send me one, I'm going to make one. So yes. Uh, if it's it's came tell you about one, an idea I, I, have. I have an idea for a green ringer and a fu- oh sorry go ahead oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Andy uh, Wood uses uh, an interesting fuzz pedal on his board and I I want to say it's a green ringer but I don't think it is I don't know what it is it's well, a weird that's one like an that he picked thing. up it is an octave yeah, thing so the I green think. ringer. And, and I really don't know, so I'm kind of just have to look at this. talking here. But Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the Green Ringer originally a module that went in a guitar or, or, or like in line with a guitar and it wasn't a pedal? Mm. Or was it an actual stomp box? No, it's, it was like a, it was from, if I'm remembering correctly, it was it's one of the Dan, Dan Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, it was a yeah. Dan Armstrong. And it was part of that same line. They had, um, is that where you plug it the into the guitar? Squeezer. Yeah, the mm-hmm. orange squeezer. And then there's another really cool fuzz that the does that too. Purple one or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and it's a super, super simple circuit, super simple circuit uh, to make. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Max had beers in my garage one night, and we both made Green Ringer clones. It was True. Purple fun. Peaker. Is that the one? I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I you're mean, not if you're supposed to Google up, things sure. like that, Brian. That's dangerous. <laughs> the FBI agent's really wondering what's going on right now. <laughs> oh, they've got Brian on their but, scope. They 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 know. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, go they've been watching me for a while, just shaking and shaking their heads in disbelief. Well, yeah, yeah it's right. whenever you're riding your tractor shirtless with a assault rifle. That probably didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> shooting, at, shooting at your fire pit, like, trying to ignite some fire. That's wrong. You're not supposed to do that. Okay. No, that's the most Martinsville thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> as long as you drove a lawnmower to get to your tractor, because that's your street legal vehicle. <laughs> true story. Oh, yeah. True story. I asked Brian what he was doing like, at work and I was working at Wampler. I'm like, what are you doing tonight, man? He's like, going to dig a hole with my tractor and fill it back in. I'm like, that's the most Morgan County thing I think I've ever heard. I'm going to dig my tractor. That may have been more than my drinking years. That was, uh, I used to do some stupid stuff like that. Like, you know what I need to do? Dig a hole. And everything you do now is Drink some beer sensible. And then fill it up. That was mm-hmm. the Bud Light years. Yeah. 
<laughs> the lost years we yeah. called them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was Max. There Max is a story. <laughs> there is a story I wanted to ask uh, Max about that was raised on the podcast recently, but okay. we may have to we may have to like cut this whole section out if it turns out it's really insensitive of me to ask. But the subject of being roofied came up, and Brian said that you once got <laughs> roofied, and it was something to oh. do with Travis and a date, yep. and that didn't sound right to me. It, it was Brian <laughs> yanking my chain or? Did I this don't know how much happen? we could tell, Max. I well, don't know. I mean, what's I'm divorced now, so we could probably tell more. No, I'm joking. So. <laughs> so, believe it or not, I don't think we could tell a story, but believe it or not, I've actually been roofied twice in my life. One I can talk about, and the other one I can't. Okay. Right? Which one is the one you can't? Yeah, let's Mike? not talk the about any legal like, cases. Nope. The one of Travis I can't so, talk about. Let me talk about that one then, okay? Because I can give a very high-level overview Please, without yeah. getting deep in the weeds. Okay. Um, there was a female that fancied me. Um, I was married at the time, and um, she, we were all hanging out at a bar. Probably not the best idea, but I figured Max is with me. I won't get in trouble. So what does what does this person do to take Max out of the, out of the equation? Oh, jeez! <laughs> yes, true story. Yes, so yes. not the normal version. Not so not like it's usually kind of the opposite. Yeah. it'd be like, yeah. and, well, let and, me and get Travis. What? I'm gonna roofie Travis. No, we gotta no. get rid of Max. Yes, exactly, exactly. She roofied That's... Max to try to further her endeavor with me, and I am happy to say, as a married man at the time, I did not act on it. I got Max and we got out of there. Yeah. He said, right? Come on, buddy. Now's not the time for a nap. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I remember when I was playing that guitar and I just kept playing diminished chords over and over again and it started freaking you out yeah. because we were under influence of other things. Well, yeah. So I, was, I was drinking. I had like three or four beers. I'm like, like in a row, like very quickly. And I'm like, man. I'm going to have a headache in the morning. Do you have any Advil? She's like, yeah, special Advil. Take one of these. <laughs> oh, geez. Never take the special Advil. Don't take the special Advil, Advil bro. <laughs> Never take the special Advil. And I could tell he was feeling it, so I just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. Anyway, that, that chord used to be punishable by death in the, in the, like the 1600s, right? Yeah. And he was just like, mm. why are you doing this? <laughs> I can yeah, we talked about I can we talked about the devil's tritone before. Yeah. Brian thought uh -huh. I was lying. That's an example of no, it. No, it's Brian. the truth. It used to be punishable. You would be stoned to death if you played the diminished chord. Oh, we were uh -huh. stoned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But not to death. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, well, he couldn't hear. I don't think that's even possible. I've been trying for 50 years. Um, it's a true story. I've only been mad at Travis like four or five, like really mad, like four or five times our entire life. And that what was one of four? them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, one time coming back from Fort Wayne, you were really mad at me. <laughs> that was coming back from Sweetwater. Yeah, that was when you dropped Brian's amp. Yeah. Hey, we reliced it. We agreed that it was relicking. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And we told him about it. We, we did. Were very upfront. I think so, yeah. After the show. After the show, because we wanted the stress to be over from yeah. like, Gearfest first. <laughs> and then we were like, hey, by the way, we broke your amp. <laughs> which, which amp was it? I don't even remember. Your uh, Hot Rod DeVille? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Hot Rod Deluxe or, no, you or something. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you probably did me a favor. <laughs> no, so that was the second Sweetwater Gear Fest ever. Like they had like a torrential amount of rain. Like I mean, there was probably three or four inches inside the tents at the time because of how the how the uh, the parking lot was graded. So like everybody was in that, like a mad dash, like put all their gear up on a podium. And like Travis and I were not communicating very well. I thought he had it. He thought I had it. And then it just dropped, and we both looked at each other like. <gasps> I was like, okay, we're not, we're just gonna, like, I think we set like a coaster or something on the dent, like the whole show. Every time Brian came over, I just like leaned over, put my hand on it. I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> okay, what was the other time you got mad at me? I don't Man. remember. It was probably over something stupid. Okay. But yeah, that was like the okay. first time I think I was like, oh my gosh. We're not friends if you keep playing that chord. <laughs> 
But it probably came out more like, not for the friend. Yeah, they're probably I was proud of myself that night. I got my butt. I could tell my buddy was in a bad shape, and I got him the hell out of there. I was in really bad shape. I am patting myself on the back for that one because she was hotter than a trash fire, man. <laughs> Sounds like she kind of was a trash fire. Though. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say, yeah, she was kind of a dumpster fire. Yeah, like, yeah. But nice. now she, you know. So what? Do, what do people like that do? They never mind. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad to, to have opened up I can, some old I can, wounds. I can surmise. No, no yeah. old wounds. I just don't want to give out any information that may lead to her identities, and I about did. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> Man, we're gonna ruin people's lives here. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> let's, do let's this. ruin them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any social well, security we numbers week. we can shout out or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do- let's dock some people. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> so I, I have to ask how did how did roofing come? I didn't listen to the episode. How did roofing come up in the normal conversation? I mean, I honestly, there's no such honestly, thing as normal conversation. Here. Yeah, <laughs> just pretty much it? like it has here. It was just like, <laughs> here's a dumb idea that we should talk about, and it just led on right. to other dumb ideas. I think, it's like I think I was only... talking about um, like how spiking is now a real problem in like British clubs. Yeah, like when I was a youth, like if you went to clubs, you were safe. Like if someone handed you a drink, they basically wanted something mm-hmm. off you, but they weren't going to drug you for it. So now right. when my daughter goes out, who's 21, there is a ri- she has been spiked at least once, and there is a real risk of oh any girl God. being spiked. And I think, you know, it's such a cowardly thing to do. And, of course, Brian was like, this is getting deep. I'm going to tell him a funny story. And so he told me a funny story. But then casually he dropped in. He goes, also, I think something happened with, with those... Uh, those two fellas that used to work here. What were their names? And then that's how it, how it went. So we didn't incriminate anybody. That's all I'm really trying to say. Nothing. Nothing was said. Well, now yeah. have you seen the the hair scrunchy thing that doubles as a as a topper for your cup? Have you seen this? No. So like I mean, I don't now, have enough hair to worry about scrunchies. Well, you have so a daughter no. that probably has the hair to worry about it. But, she she uh, has more hair than me. They yeah, have yeah. like a ponytail holder that kind of doubles as something you can put over your drink. I forget what it's called, but that's what it's for. Like, and that's how sad that this society has become. It, it's that like really now there's sad. actual product. It's like, that, it's, like a, it's like a mini safe. You put your cup in this little mini safe yeah, set and, on and the bar. It, yeah, and it's this little, <laughs> it's like this little cover that you can tell if it's been disturbed or anything like that. And so, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm all for, I have a daughter as well, you know? I mean, so does oh, Brian. I'm so, so does sorry Max, to hear so. that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry for all of you. Sorry, you're going to go through hell. Brian's already been no through way. hell. Mine is still he knows. A sweetheart, Wait, dude. What do you mean bean? What, what do you mean by bean? <laughs> bean? Brian, Brian is currently experiencing extended hell. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Mine still thinks I hung the moon, dude. I love it. Oh, love enjoy it. that because that ends. That's oh, I know, dude. Yeah, pretty, I, I'm looking forward soon, to movie night like and cuddles. The devil. Yep, absolutely. Although I've got to say, All these stories, uh, I'm just like, huh, glad I have boys. Dude, yeah, I'm, yeah. Pretty like, soon, I'm, though, they try to fight you. That's yeah, fine. Right now, I, that's fine. I can handle that. That's totally fine. Dude, I would tell you though, my daughter is my dude. Like, if I'm building something, or she knows the difference between needle nose pliers and and you know just pliers, it's great. So it, it's awesome. You're like, grab me a screwdriver. Say, you want the number two Phillips, Dad, or you want the number three? <laughs> exactly. She's great. Yeah. Oh, actually, hand me that Torx. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, um, right. admittedly, I got a. Sorry, I'm not trying to steer. I wanted to talk no, about good. this. The steer away, Tumni, the germanium Tumni. Oh yeah. The, the, the second batch is it done out yet or no? Um, I don't know. Yes, the we, we have basically like, shipped them to to everybody, Bry. Uh, have I we? Think. They've yeah. all been shipped. L- I, as far as I can see on the website, I, I can Good. double check it now. Yeah, I know people uh, were asking me. I haven't worked for Brian Wampler. People were asking Blake, and he's never worked for Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you got the hookup on that germanium tumnus, dude? You think you can get me one? I had and more I'll... than one person message oh, yeah. me on Instagram, usually. Yeah, it was all on Instagram. Multiple people being like, hey, I ordered this from Guitar Center or insert retailer here. 
and uh, and uh, I they canceled my order. What can you do about it? I'm like, um, you Literally can pound anything? sand about it. Like yeah, I can't do yeah. anything about it. I, I my I had a canned. I had I got it twice, and then I just copied and pasted my response to the next guy. I was like, I literally have never worked for Brian ever. <laughs> I'll get like I just I, talked to I, him. I wish I'd have said on that. the phone really once do. a week. That's right. Dude, we make I got off, inappropriate I got jokes together. I got off the socials. Uh, I don't blame you. Four weeks ago. Um, so if anybody sent me a message on the Insta, like, and I'm ignoring you, like, not ignoring you. I got did you get out, burned you know? out or what? Yeah, man, I just did. You know, like, and and it started freaking me out. Um, I don't want to give out. So I found out certain people have certain jobs and, like, they have told me things like, Hey man, it's kind of weird for you to give up that much access to your life voluntarily. Like the people, if they wanted it, they could have it anyway, but like you pretty much just offer it to everybody. And I started thinking about it and I went two days without checking my messages on Instagram and I had 14 messages. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that takes time to reply back to these. And I've been doing this for years. Right. Like, (laughs) 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 But, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So it was one of those things. It's like, I'm just going to, like, I didn't do the thing where you delete your account or deactivate. I just took it off my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not the type to be like, uh, this I'm is taking a, a break, action. guys, you know. No, <laughs> you don't have to announce it. Announcement. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who <laughs> God, won't I care nor remember me in two days, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, <sighs> I'm not trying to but get dark. So it is like, a real, dude, like, it, but it is a huge issue, man. I'm so addicted to social media, not just because, you know, I kind of earn money through it, but also I'm addicted to it. And I recognize that addiction. And mm-hmm. It's not just the social dopamine. media. It's my, it's, it is the dopamine, but it's also, I, it's the communication and, and it's my phone. And, you know, we went away for a weekend recently and I did not use my phone for a whole day. And I was like, this feels fantastic. This is right. the like, most it's... liberated I've felt for a long time. And, and I've been like, you know what? Every weekend now, my phone is mm-hmm. is going into sleep mode. Uh, sorry, Bryce. Yeah, That's and- why you can't get me. But it, it, it's <laughs> like, I've had enough of it. It's like, I'm not available to everybody 24-7. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, uh, you know, everybody here, I don't know how old Blake is, but I mean, you said you're a millennial, so you remember the days of landlines. You remember life before cell phones, Oh, I, right? use, I use rotary phones. Yeah, yeah oh, exactly, yeah. brother. Yeah, he's yeah. a little so old like, man. He's, he's actually <laughs> 70 <laughs> on the inside. That's right. But Max you know is just I mean, literally... Right? Like, like lifted up four different cell phones. He's like, he's got, four, <laughs> yeah, he's got like a burner, I a business phone, a satellite yeah. phone, and uh, a Nokia. Okay, Travis has just one upped him, but but what Travis doesn't know is I can tell they're all iPods he's showing me. So. No, no. <laughs> are your, aren't those your kids? Like, one of them's your kids? I got one well, personal. One is, but this, one yeah, this is, I got this is my work one, and I'm on my... But, um, oh, I could never no, have two it, phones. You're insane. The pair of you. I've tried. Well, I don't want to give. Out, I don't want to give out my regular number hell. to customers. You know, I don't yeah. want to give out my real number to customers. I don't want to mess with like a Google number or anything like and that. So, whilst I yeah. couldn't handle it, I'm not going to lie. That might have been advantageous at some point in, yeah. in the past couple of years. Hey, at, at six o'clock, I won't look at this again until seven o'clock tomorrow morning. And. You know, six o'clock Friday, I don't, I don't look at it anymore, but, but you know, the whole phone thing is, is like, I found myself getting mad at friends because they wouldn't respond to a text message. What gives me the right to think that just because they have a phone that they should be available to me 24 seven. Back in the day, you would leave your house and no one would see you until you returned to your home and no one would have any idea what you were doing. And nobody wants to admit it, but I bet everyone has been irked at least once because they've texted somebody and you've thought to yourself, I know this fool has his phone on him. Why isn't he getting back to me? Right. right. Everybody's felt that feeling before because being ignored is like the worst feeling in the world. And it's like, sometimes I'll just forget, like I'll, <laughs> I'll set it down and just won't. Yeah. So I've and been, see, uh, and that's happening to me a lot more as well. And, mm-hmm. and I, I do just tell people, I'm like, I'm not ignoring, like, I do get a fair number of people just randomly texting me at all times of day because obviously I work for for companies around the world. Uh, and sometimes I genuinely, like I'll see it at four in the morning 
look at it, take it in and go, right, fine, and then completely forget about it for eight days. And that, so yep. that's and, why and, you always leave me on red. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, that's why, Bri. Yes. Yeah. Sure. My, my classic move is I'll, 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 this is even worse. So you see it, you go to reply, you type your reply. Don't hit send. You don't hit send. And yes. you set it, and then you think that I've, okay, I have now done my duty and replied to that person. And then you go to tell them something else three days later and you're like, huh. I never hit send on that. Whoops. Like, oh, I got a buddy that calls me out every time I do that. It's so funny. Because I did that once and he was like, Jesus, man, it's been six weeks since I sent that message. <laughs> it's like it's been like three days. Calm so down. what do you guys th- what do you what do you guys think about the uh, the Apple headset thing? I mean, we're talking oh, about the Vision Pro. Pro. The Vision Pro, yeah. Um, I saw a clip of this so, guy getting out of his Tesla like PV car yes. with Boston, his goggles think, on yeah. and like doing all this and like closing windows. That must have been a prank. <laughs> it, no one is that much of an A guy just did it at a professional basketball game. A guy was sitting courtside at a basketball game and was just doing all the, the, the gestures and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Come, the one thing, friendly asteroid. Destroy this planet <laughs> so, now. So here, it's gone too far. <laughs> so here's something that I am really excited about. Um, so I, I'm pretty big on music tech, okay? And um, a lot of the companies that are doing some really cool stuff that, you know, let's face it, it used to be called the metaverse, right? We don't really call it that much anymore. It's just right. Web3, whatever. We, um, are, are we talking me- about delay pedals? I hope we're talking <laughs> exactly. about delay yeah, not pedals. Not that metaverse. Not that oh. metaverse. Wait a minute. Mark Zuckerberg has mean. that name, so Richard. There's, uh, oh. <laughs> there's gestural him. instruments being invented as oh. we speak. So basically, like, there's a guy, Brian D'Oliviera, I believe is his name, and he has a, a company called Mantra, M-N-T-R-A, and he uses ultras, and, and I'm totally just giving him an advertisement, but it's because it's really cool, and I believe, this guy, first off, super Brian, interesting. Brian, quick, dude. get an invoice whipped up to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I'm invoicing as we speak. Yeah. But he, he has ultrasonic capturing abilities, recording-wise, that can go well above 20,000 hertz. So, you know, obviously that doesn't make sense why you record it, because you can record things like crickets uh, chirping, and then Has he just invented can, the dog theremin? Is that yeah, what you're so, telling me? Yeah, so basically, so I'm going to call all of the dogs. Right? <laughs> so he, he gets all these frequencies, he loads them, and then pitches them down using very high resolution to where it's still an amazing bit rate or sample rate. And then he creates instruments out of them. If you want to see something cool or hear something cool, sometime look up like, um, I don't even know how to suit... Uh, Pitch down crickets. It sounds like an orchestra. It's one of the or like a bunch of monks singing. It, it, it's incredible, man. Really. But anyways, huh. but anyways, he does this all around the world. He's trained in. Uh, is it? Uh, I, I don't even want to say it. It's basically an Indian uh, way of singing. It starts with a D. I, I don't even want to try to say it. <laughs> but anyways, he has a guru that teaches him. Basically, they meditate on one note for like an hour, like in a circular breathing. So he, he's very schooled in this, and he goes all over. Um, the world basically doing soundscapes of peep different environments, and then he's pitching them down to create instruments out of it. So you can play a rainforest. So how that works is you bring it in to his software, which is available. I mean, you can do it on anything, but I imagine it's going to be integrated into things like the MetaQuest and the Vision Pro to where you can gesturally control these things and as you walk through these maps and they've made it get gamification and huh. gestural yeah and it's really really freaking cool and then there's also companies like um uh reactional music i think they're called they're doing like music and soundscapes that change with the environment of a video game so the music's never the same twice so huh. if you're in the metaverse or wearing one of these devices if you go in a certain area or whatever the environment you're in changes the soundscape that you listen to so but if it never never repeats i mean it's very very cool technologically but if the Mm -hmm. music never repeats like it's never going to become hooky in your head you're like just never gonna it's just gonna be like lift music yeah yeah i know but 
I'm playing this zombie game at the moment and there's background music in it that's like some kind of 80s funk fest. <laughs> nice. It's fantastic. Is and it I, I play the game just to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, my other problem with, with the goggles thing is it's definitely like the thing of the future, but not until they're the size of regular glasses. Mm. Like we're going to look mm. back at everybody who's walking around with like the Apple Vision Pro or whatever and... It's going to be the equivalent of watching people driving a Ford Model T. Or a phone, you know, it's a, so... a, a bag phone. Yeah, one of those big mm-hmm. old Yeah, exactly, yeah. one of those big old satellite phones. But also, as a gamer, it's just tiresome after a while. But, let's face it, the thing that's going to push uh, virtual reality isn't going to be games, isn't going to be technology, it's going to be the same thing that pushes everything... It's going Sex. to be naked bodies. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. It, it, it absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I don't know what the stat is. Um, I heard it once, but I mean, 87 percent of all stats are made up. But <laughs> uh, the biggest portion of the internet is, you know, scantily clad. So, and that's what moves everything. Based on my research, everything. I can confirm that. But so you know. I just think I just think the possibilities for music and creation, and then also like there's some people like it's also take de- democratizing and lowering the barrier of entry to people to make music. So as a purist and a guitar player, I kind of like well, that's some bullshit, right? I want them to put in their ten thousand hours, but at the same time, look what look what Guitar Hero and Rock Band did for guitar. Right, like it gamified, it gamified it. It lowered the barrier of entry into that, and it brought a lot more musicians to market. I bet you. I mean, there's probably no way to quantify it, but I would guarantee that that video game sold you a lot of guitar pedals, Brian. Probably you know so. what I mean? Probably so it's so, like yeah. I'm excited about the, the lower barrier of entry to becoming a musician. What that's going to spawn. And then, like, of course, all the AI. I could go. I could go into music, tech, AI, all that stuff. So I'll shut up. Like, you, you asked the wrong, wrong person. <laughs> I think. I I think that the, it gets a little bit misconstrued sometimes when people are like, "Oh no, now anybody's going to be able to make it." And I think that's cool. But what what people miss is like the Guitar Hero and stuff. That's a good example. The amount of people that I've interviewed at this point, they're like, well, I started playing Guitar Hero and that made me really interested in guitar. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of them. So so I was teaching guitar lessons at that time and I went from having 12 students a week to 40 students a week because people people were, were going to... And so, I mean, my paycheck literally tripled because people found a video game that glorified the guitar and i was like i'm riding this wave baby let's go mm-hmm. uh, brian so, make a note we need to write a game pedal hero basically <laughs> pedal, so, i, I don't want to say this i don't know up. if any of your <laughs> i don't know if any of your competitors um listen to this so i won't say i can do it sneaky like devil oh i can edit things out you're fine oh, oh, okay <laughs> but there's a there's a i've sent i've sent both you and richard a device before a picture of a device that's yes. really cool Yep. We need to figure out a way to do something in the guitar space for that price point and then get it in gift guides. It would blow up. So we, we should talk this was, this was the about auto that. blow four thousand, right? No, yeah. that, was, that was a different yes. message. Yes. But hmm. I've seen what it I've seen what it's done and I know they sold a quarter million units in one day. Oh, that sounds like our pedal cells. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, did they put germanium diodes? Yeah. (laughs) Although there is, okay, this can, you can edit stuff out. Yeah. I have noticed there is a guy that pays way more attention to you than he ever has, Brian. And he's on Facebook. Oh, we we know who you're talking. Let's just say, (laughs) if, if there were a number of people and one was called Digital woman, he would be the exact opposite <laughs> of digital yes. woman, right? <laughs> yes. So it's not just me. I, I'm removed, right? I am so far removed from this, but I am friends with both of these people. And I've noticed anytime something happens, that pro- other profile, there's, there's things that happen. Yeah, yeah so. he does not like me. I don't know why. I actually like him, and he hates me for some reason. Well, 
I don't know. You know what? So here's the thing. I mean, obviously, I mean, it could point to the creation Get a room. Of, a, of a purple petal, right? Like, right. so, yeah, yeah. um, but I bet you his sales went up from that. Probably. I, I bet it did. Of course. I bet it did. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I mean, I, I've never met the guy. I like him. You know, I appreciate everything he's done. I'm a user of his pedals, love them. So, uh, but I noticed that. I was like, that's got to be like aimed there because it's too coincidental. Yeah. Not he, to be. So he's done some stuff like that several times. And I, you know, he's had a rough couple of years. And I always just think, well, yeah. guys he, have, he, he, having a bad he, go he for a few years. So, uh, look, not everyone's going to like you, Brian. In fact, not very many not people very many like you. Do like, yeah, I get that. I get no, no, no. I, I'm I read kidding, the comments. I'm it's okay. I like you, Bri. It's okay. You're still my my special buddy. Um, but you know, <laughs> um, but he, he the, the guy is like an industry legend. We we cannot ever say anything otherwise. No matter what his, his you know takes on what we do are. He's made some fantastic pedals that a mm-hmm. lot of people I know absolutely love. And mm-hmm. the fact that we bought out, you know, something of a similar origin, because he didn't invent the circuit himself. He yeah, made his version 10, of it. There's only 10,000 different yeah. Bluesbreaker variants. Well, and I, say, I exactly. think yours sounds different. I think they sound it's, different. I, I really completely do. different, I think. I think they yeah. sound completely, and yours is very capable of sounding night and day different than his, yeah. I think. And, and, li- and likewise, vice versa, so. I'm glad it's not just us that notice it, though, Brian. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a, I don't have a dog stage in the less fight. paranoid. I mean, yeah. you know, he he posted like this big reel of germanium dials. I'm like, where I get some of them dials at? Hey, hey, hey! Excuse me. <laughs> hey, um, um, uh, I'd like to. Um, can I have some of them? Um, them of those? <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. So that no, it's funny that I said that, and instantly you're like, oh yeah, we're we're tracking. Oh yeah. Shut up, Max. <laughs> I think Max, it is about this time that someone needs to say, uh, "Hold on, I've got this written down." Um, hashtag hash brown. Is that how it goes? <laughs> that was yeah. I think that was a wilding thing, wasn't it? The hash brown. I was always hashtag wrong because everything I said for yeah. a while was you're just you're just wrong. Max, shut up. <laughs> so forever, it was just like anytime I'd say something like right or wrong, people like hashtag wrong. <laughs> and then hash I think brown Jason wrong. was like, I remember it eventually, but like, became okay. If I remember correctly. it's basically become your like signature phrase like even if you're (laughs) not in the industry that will be your industry epitaph i think i I don't know my favorite thing max ever well there's a lot of funny things that i probably can't say but uh throw it on the screen (laughs) (laughs) the video the video and we found out bojo could do like crude editing and i don't mean that towards him because he did it crude on purpose for right. comedic effect it was yeah. very very well placed but max would be like throw it on the screen bob or bojo <laughs> like the worst looking like eight bit right. nintendo fireball would explode onto the screen oh i was so, so he's i was so mean yeah. like yeah because he hated doing that and so like i told Travis, like i wonder how many times i could do it in an episode so I'd be like, <laughs> there's one time i was like <laughs> like different stuff Bob, he was editing, came in my office. He's like, I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I remember one time, I don't know why, but I had the giggles. And uh, Max and I both did. In like one episode, you said generally like 17 times. And I kept saying like the general Lee, like, you know, the car. And Max and I, like I went back and watched that episode. And Max and I, we were red eyed and you were getting so mad. Oh, good times. He's just chewing more and more nicorette. I, I, like- I also... I find I get red eyes sometimes when I maybe get some shower gel in my eyes or something like that, kids, because there's no other, no other explanation. Um, so, but I mean, both of you guys really are part of, you know, the origin story of Wampler. You are legends of the Wampler sphere, I guess. Um, well, so I'll give my take on that. My take on that is Brian was an overnight success 15 years in the making. And we came on the morning of that overnight success, right? So he did so much. I mean, he he sold his roofing business pretty much. <laughs> Said I'm gonna I'm gonna throw pedals at Brad Paisley. Lived off the streets, and then um, you know he started making some headway. And 
I mean, I can honestly say when I came in, I think we had 5,000 Facebook likes or followers yeah. or whatever they were called yeah. at the time, you know, and then I remember seeing that skyrocket. So the perception is I've been there from the beginning, but the actuality of that is Brian worked his butt off and I was able to kind of come in whenever he was like, I, I need some help. I need to hire one person. And I was kind of, I mean, you had Kathy and, you know, Carla and obviously Amanda has been instrumental, but I was kind of the first outside guy out of your friend's fear pretty right. much that kind of came in. And, uh, uh, so the perception is I was there in the beginning, but I really don't feel like I was. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, there was a lot of things that happened at that point because, uh, well, we kept having to move to new places, to bigger mm -hmm. buildings. Right. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> and then it was always, we were always trying to figure out like, how do we make something better? Like content wise, how do we make better content? So that seemed like maybe bad recollection but it seems like to me like that's what we spent the majority of our time on is what yeah. kind of videos do we do what kind of podcast do we talk like well, what can we create outside of guitar pedals so it's much has changed since bry i mean we right. never have that right it's so different <laughs> what, what's so funny is i remember this um like it was yesterday we were driving down to paducah kentucky and we were doing the same pedal demo over and over again, the 17 minute long pedal demo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just exhausting. And like we knew you could see the trends and the analytics of everything, just attention spans, whatever, right? You could see it like hard data, like this isn't working, but it was all anyone was doing, right? Yeah. It was the same thing. And, you know, Pete Thorne and um, uh, back then, what were they called when Andy was back there? That uh, store? Uh, Pro Guitar Shop? Pro yeah, P Pro Guitar, yeah, PGS. Yeah. So, and, and those were working great, but I remember the conversation, Brian and I, and I looked at him, I said, we need to reinvent it. We need to do some type of show. And that's all I said. And then he stewed on it and he was like, we should do a podcast. And I was like, I don't know. And, and he was like, yeah, just research podcasts. So I forget what it was. I listened to one. And I was like, so it's sports talk radio. Just, you don't talk about sports. So he was like, Max, you guys do one. So, uh, so me and Max did the very first episode first of Chasing five, Tone. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, the first couple. Yeah. And we we sent it to you and you were like, Oh my gosh, this is actually listenable. Can I get in on the next one? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when it and that's when it took off. But but yeah, I think we did like the first five. Um and I literally I've never at that point, I had never listened to a podcast more than two minutes in my life. And Same. I started a podcast <laughs> so, yeah. because I listened to it for two minutes. I was like, oh, it's sports talk radio. You just talk about music. Cool. Let's do this, Max. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, was, it was easy. Like when Travis and I first started talking about like, what are we going to talk about? Like our life is basically a podcast. I think like Travis and I still talk <laughs> probably every day, almost every day. Yeah. Every and, day. And it's literally like, the stuff we talk about now is, is, is almost the same kind of content we talked about then. It was like just hanging out with your buddy, <laughs> making each other laugh. Like who could do the stupidest thing to like, it's mixing a giggle uncontrollably. Then we brought Brian yep. into it. And like when Brian came in, there's a totally different element. He was our boss. But it was also cool to like, he wasn't our boss at the, you know, in, in that setting. For that, it was like, yeah, for that hour for, and a half. Yeah. He yeah. was just your buddy, right? Sort of chilled out entertainer uh than a boss that is a reference for anybody that's seen the uk version of the office all right uh, let's just leave it at that you, you know the the biggest compliment i think i ever got was we were at nam and um somebody came up to me and goes you know how many times i've caught myself talking to you guys <laughs> and he was like i honestly think i'm in the conversation with you guys it feels like i'm in a room with all my buddies and i'll start like oh yeah and then the, and then i'll realize i'm talking to my radio you know and that was and then I, I, that was the second biggest compliment the first biggest compliment was actually from blake blake was like Man, you guys were one of the first, and like just the fact that he recognized. Yeah, uh, I'm not you, saying we were no, the first. No, you really were though. Yeah, but uh, you know, the, the, yeah, Blake was like, "Yeah, man, like, dude, you guys were the kings. You guys were like one of the first to do it." And I was like, "Dang, dude, that's awesome!" So thanks for that, Blake. Well, yeah. it's true though. Like, you guys were the first guitar podcast. I've been listening to like famous people's podcasts because they were the only ones really doing them at that point, at least that I was aware of. Right. And uh, my buddy Leon. He does uh, Pelican Noiseworks. Now he was like, hey, you got to listen to this 
chasing tone podcast. And I was like, what is that? He's like, it's just guys talking gear like we do. And I was like, uh, okay, all right, let's, let's, let's give it a shot. And I was like, this is great. And I was already kind of trying to navigate my way in the online space and like figure out some sort of different job because I was miserable. But I was like, you know, I think I could do something like this. Nobody's doing interviews. Maybe I'll do that. And so it was like probably episodes. You guys were probably at episode 60 or so when That's I started, right. started mine. And, uh, then You've always yeah. had great branding. That's oh, the thing I always loved about yours, man. Is you know I was like, oh, Tone Bob, that's cool. And then like your logo looked cool, and like your online presence was cool. Like it, it was just it was cool to see. I was like, oh, there's somebody else in this space that's kind of doing it a little bit better than us, and and in that, uh, that area <laughs> of it. That's the thing I always, yeah, because I mean. I'm a firm believer that just like anything, community just raises awareness and makes everybody better. That's why I've never understood competition around musicians, right? Like it's so mm-hmm. weird how it how it becomes yeah. a competition. Yeah. It's like, especially like within scenes, like where I live in, you know, close to Indianapolis and there used to be competition. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like all it takes is one guy to make it from Indianapolis. And then people are going to come to Indianapolis and say, well, what else is in that scene? So right. yep. you know, that's the way I've always looked at it. And especially if somebody's doing something better than me, like there is going to be that competitive nature, but it's just for me to better myself and then they'll better themselves. Yeah. So I don't know. I've always appreciate your branding. That's the one thing that I was like, man, we, well, we, we should have done that better, but you know, it, well, it's no, I mean, out I, now. I, I'll, I appreciate I, that. I was going to say, from my perspective, God, you say nice things to Travis. <laughs> okay, I, I was just, <laughs> I was just going to say I appreciate that because it really just came from like I really like guitars and I really like mob movies. Like that's really yeah, like dude, it's, that's great. yeah, that's all it is. So yeah. So for well, me that, though, I'm just it mad was be- like, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's my turn to talk. Let the speak for crying out loud. Um, well, I, I have an idea. So it. one time, uh, I'm teasing Richard. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I was just really going to round off the story by saying that I, I came into this like I picked up the guitar again properly, probably about eight years ago. Um, after, like Blake, I was miserable in a job. And it all went very badly wrong. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to do something I enjoy. And I started playing guitar again, plugged into a tube amp, and eventually found a a Wampler Sovereign pedal. And I was like, oh, let me check these guys out online. And I found the Tone Group, and I listened to the podcast. And at first, I was listening to this show, you know, absolutely as a listener, and I couldn't get enough of it. Because it was just after, I think, you guys had, had left, and it was when Blake had started. But it meant there was enough time to kind of go back and listen to some of the episodes uh, with, with both of you in it. And I totally got it. I was like, this, this is, you know, this is pub talk over here. This is what it, we right. would be sat around a table in a dingy pub talking like, and absolutely loved it. So to be part of it was was wonderful. But no doubt, you guys were, like, groundbreaking. And this week, I got contacted by a friend of mine who's very well connected, and he's very well connected with a guy who owns a podcast company over here. And I don't want to mention any names, but it's one of the biggest I podcasts. can be bought. Before you go there, I can <laughs> These be These guys... Bu- I want some of that right. Joe Rogan money. I'm ready to sell they out. They are making... And then <laughs> they're not internationally famous like Joe Rogan, but they're making £85,000, not dollars, Brian. That's $100,000 every month from podcasting. I'm like, we need Good some of that action, Brian. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Where do I well, sign? You know, just be question. glad Brian shot down my first name for the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, no, you can't say that on. Can't say that on. I remember oh, that saying, one. I'm saying the pedal file. It's still funny to me. I'm sorry. It's still funny. You know. To kind of, kind of tag on everybody's, you know, saying, but like we're talking about advertising, Richard. I think one thing that kind of gave us a jump start, and originally, like, I remember Travis and I sitting down with Brian, like, hey, let's monetize this thing. Let's make some, make some money. Let's bring in some advertisers. And Brian's like, no, we're not going to take money from anybody. And I think that's one thing that really kind of launched our success is we, we weren't bought by anybody, right? Nobody was giving us money. We weren't forced to say anything we didn't want to say. We gave honest reviews on things. I really think that honesty and this plain talk really kind of launched it, you know, and you guys took it even further. So but- we, 
Yeah, well, we've changed it now. We'll take anybody's yeah. money. <laughs> send us your gladly send gladly us your take money. advertising dollars. Well, and, and, and the other side of it, too, is, you know, something that I've noticed that people just like about Brian, and, and sorry to kiss your butt here, but, like, you've never been afraid nor tried to shun us away from shining the spotlight on a competitor. Yeah. Because... I play a lot of different brands of stuff and I'd be like, Hey, should I talk about it? You're like, absolutely talk about that. And I'd, I'd give examples of whenever I would bring in a competitor's pedal and you would play it and you go, that hurts my feelings. It's so good. You know what I mean? And like how many people back in those days, like, it's like you played everything close to your chest, you know, like, you know, so you're the Vampla. Well, you'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you're you're the Vampla. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 back in those days, it was still kind of, and it's probably still cutthroat. I don't really know what I'm talking about because I'm not in the industry anymore. But uh, you were one of the first guys that was like, yeah, man, I really like this pedal by this brand. And, you know, and now, like, I think it's cool because, like, in, I'm not saying you did this before Josh Scott or Josh Scott does this before you, but he does that a lot. And I see a lot of this. I see a lot of the same comments like, dude, that is so awesome that you're giving love to the, and he's known for it now. So, you know, we were, you were all, yeah, you've always allowed us to do that. It's so common among, especially among the brands that have kind of been around a while. So with, you know, the JHSs and Earthquakers and Keeleys, like we're all kind of friends and we ship pedals to each other when Mm -hmm. we release them and stuff. But it seems like (laughs) there are a couple you know, like the one that we mentioned earlier, <laughs> does not want to join the party, and maybe mm-hmm. some uh, some of uh, there's some newer companies where, like I see them posting on some of the DIY forums and stuff, and they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder sometimes, hmm. and that's kind of sad to see because at the end of the day, it, like it, you're just making an, toys for guitar players, yeah, you know, an old pack like, guy. I've DSP. always liked. <laughs> I tell you what, I've always liked Philippe too at Caroline Guitar Company. Just the way that guy's always Philippe's handled cool. himself, and he's yep. he's got some innovative stuff. And like, the only bad thing is, is like every now and again I'll forget what a knob does, and I don't know what the the label means. <laughs> that's, that's on me, not him. That's that's me not taking the time to learn his product. Yeah, when I know that that's his thing. So, but he's another guy that I just want to shout out as always. That was really cool ever since the beginning. So yeah, he's, and he's always been cool. Like, I remember drinking a beer with him in Nashville one time, and we kind of went down a rabbit hole tech wise. I remember looking at him. I was already three or four drinks in. I'm like, "You're too smart for me to have this conversation anymore." <laughs> like, when you talk about something different, because the dude is like so, so, so smart. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Cusack's another what, one. What sort of um? What sort of amp? Cusack's ridiculously um clever. Um, he just. Every time he posts something, I'm like, how do you know everything about everything? Um, but <laughs> I was going to ask you, Max, because we haven't had you on the show for a long time. What are you playing through at the moment? What What is your main amp of choice? What kind of guitar are you slinging? Uh, I know we're okay. probably running well over time by the way my phone's blowing up right now. But uh, oh, Wow, we are, yeah. So main amp, I'll go real quick so we can get, get everybody off here. Uh, that sounds gross. Are you going to roofie so, me now? <laughs> no. Mm. Um, no, so you, main you hesitated amp, playing, before saying that. And I blinked twice. No. Um, so main amp, I'm playing a, uh, a bad cat, black cat. So that's kind of my main amp. I never wanted like a Voxy okay. thing at all. I work for a guy that played boxes all the time. I'm like, I hate these amps. And then one day the switch kind of clicked. I'm like, oh, I freaking love the circuit and everything about it. So I'm playing that. Uh, let's see, Les Paul Standard, uh, 97. It's, it's nice. So, mm, yeah. Got a main oh, guitar. We're brothers. We're brothers. Right. That, that's a 98 or a 99. I'm not exactly sure the oh, serial cool. number on it. it. It says it could be either. So, uh, yeah, so it's a vintage now. It's a vintage now. That's hard to believe. Uh, pedals are kind of all over the place. I still always have my Wampler Fote back. It was the first Wampler pedal I ever bought. It's never, ever left my board. I played a ton of different delays. I think I've owned probably 15 delay pedals. Always stays my board. Uh, I play some TC stuff. I just ordered that uh, Goop Tech pedal. That's, that's pretty much it. I kind of stripped everything down. Once I found my amp tone I really enjoy, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. One thing, one pedal I hate to... Hate to Admit it. I've been talking about this pedal for like 10 years, but it's the uh, JHS double barrel. I've always wanted one. I've never bought one. I probably should at some point. But, I forget yeah, which circuits are that. I still haven't bought one yet. So Josh, you're was listening. The, 
I'd love to have one. Is it the moon? Is it the moonshine and the moonshine um, and like their uh, morning glory? I think morning glory. Okay, yeah. so tube screamery, blues breakery type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I saw something that, I yeah. thought. Max and I were having a conversation about this yesterday. You know, Max has always been famous or infamous for running two tube screamers. So, like, that's his jam, right? And then he told me, he's like, man, with this bad cat, I don't really like my tube screamer. And I was like, well, that kind of makes sense because what you're used to hearing and dialing in, you're getting from your amp now. Mm. So you're getting that mid-range response that you're used to. So now that's like your bass tone. And when you go to add on that, that, tube screamer you're probably like uh-uh yeah <laughs> so it's like that's why i've always been like man find that amp that works for you and you won't even need an always on pedal <laughs> yeah why is my guitar sound like that's, this that's now mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 pretty much man mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah that's kind of how it was that sedano man it's like the ultimate drive yeah you know? yeah dude yeah. once i got the soldano that was it i was like uh, I'm pretty much done now. I mean, I I still dig my pedals clearly, um, and I've got a lot of success with using the not very clean channel and other pedals because there's a trick with a Soldano for sure. Such a great sound though. But I have yeah. to say, I've been playing a pedal today that we will release. I don't know. I'm going to say in about four or five months. Um, can I have it? Yeah, anyway, I mean, uh, uh, we can definitely arrange it. It's awesome. <laughs> It, and it's uh, it's not it's not awesome in the way that I thought it would be. Again, Brian has has pulled something out of his rear end, and you know it's actually really really good and different, and um, made me want to play like longer than I would normally play in a day, which is always a side. I think he's been pedal. eating more fiber. But, yeah, that you should definitely try some it. of our newer yeah. pedals, Max. <laughs> yeah. Well, my daughter made a fantastic chili last night. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Uh, I got to say before we go on some guitar um, stuff, I, I restrung my Floyd Rose equipped Friedman with your beautiful string joy strings by myself. I had to watch a video because I had to just like make sure I didn't miss one trick or tip because there's always a couple like and, and the one I just want to check on is do one at a, one string at a time, which I knew but I just wanted to double check that I was right. And so I went on and the first video that came up was actually one of our artists. So I was like, dude, I'm watching your video right now. But I I got that guitar set up and it has stayed bang in tune ever since. Right. It just like all of my other guitars are just going, yeah, forget about it. Even the G string on this is just like, I am here for you, sir. I will not go out of tune. It's a great system when it's set up. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I think I've fallen back in love with Floyd Roses again. I think now is the time of the Floyd uh, and not the Pink Floyd, although it is that time. Uh, take a shot. <laughs> well, it, 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 well, it's funny you say that. Like, it, of course, for all the negative connotations and having to drill holes in the headstock of your guitar, there's something to be said for it that it works, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. So see you guys. Cool. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking at my other phone and like the 17 work emails that came in over the yeah. hour. And I'm like, I, I was going to say, we probably need to wrap it up. We've already an hour into this so far. So, so look, guys, we're going to record a patron. Uh, Travis, you obviously you said you're short of time, Max. If you're not short of time, you are welcome to join us on the Patreon and say all the things about Travis that you didn't get to say in front of him. <laughs> That's right, because I feel there's I would, more. I would love to stick around. My wife and kid are actually coming over here soon, so I might have to bounce out. But I would love. If you guys uh, want to do this again, I'd love to do this again sometime. Like it's been too long. Cool. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Awesome. 100%. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us again. It's been, uh, I can't believe it's been that long ago. It's Six damn, years, yeah. We, did we start it in 2014? We, yeah, we started almost almost 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, so almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, wow. you guys are getting old. Big, huge shout out to our executive producers, who we appreciate very, very much, because they allow us to do a whole nother episode, which you can get to if you uh, happen to be on a Patreon. But... First of all, big thanks to Bill Bays, Justin Burke, David Tindall, Night Haas, Dave Trumbetti, Shannon Weaver and the band Reduced to Rust, Reduced to Rust, Reduced to Rust, 
Eric Wilson, Vidar Frostad, Michael Freer, Sean Arbo of Gun Street Wiring, Rick Calhoun of Honey Picks, Patrice Fournays, Dylan Toxtone, Scientific Uppercut, Kevin Harrington, Barry from Grez Guitars, Tom Kelly, Jake Young of the Man the Helm podcast, Pigsy, John O'Neill, Robert Carr, Hunter Hudson, Rob Stokes, El Gibarito, Nick Spano, Sasha Sir, Jay Stratton, Seth Williford, Harry Post, Grumpy Mike, Harvey Pedals, Allison Carroll, Patrick Zeller, The Elusive Bum Laser, Anthony Stevens, Chris Brown, Philip Carter of the 40 Watt Podcast, Mark Bowman, or Bowman, I always forget, Christopher Logan, Jason Englehart, DeCrowahawk, DeCrowack, no, DeCrow. Dacrowhawk. 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 There we go. And Daycrowhawk. Daycrowhawk? Daycrowhawk. Dacrowhawk right there. I'll tell you what. And Dylan Lewis. Thanks again. Got to do it again. And um, to all the Patreon members, we'll see you over there in a minute. All right, guys. See you guys. Later. Bye. Later. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Dome podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, simply email info at tonemob.com, and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts. Also, check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob. And make sure you check out WamplerPedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, twice the amount of podcast episodes, simply check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Chasing Tone Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye.